Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. Welcome one and all back to the show. It's your host, Nate Webb, live in studio, Salt Lake City area. I hope everyone is having a wonderful summer. It has been going fantastic. I usually sell pest control door to door, but this summer I am not. And it has been wonderful to be with my family and spend time. So I hope everyone's having a great time. Hopefully we're not on our phones all the time. Hopefully we're spending time with each other instead of being on our phones all the time. So recently, we at Save the Kids, we've been getting a lot of questions around this app called Discord. It's been around for a while, actually, um, but we thought it would be a good thing to talk about on the podcast so all you awesome parents can be aware. Um, So I guess the the first question we have is, what is Discord? Um, Discord is an app for messaging. You can get it on your computer, on your phone, on your web browser. Um, it's, it's kind of similar to the, the app Slack. Um, Slack is more for businesses. Like you have your Slack lines, your different communication lines that you have within businesses. Um, I'm part of the Utah school counselors association and we use Slack. I love Slack. Um, they help organize your the different groups, different channels within your Slack line. Um, and discord is similar. You can have um, a server, and within that server, you can have different chat conversations, you can have different chat lines. Now, most of the servers are private, meaning that you need an invite to join. And within all the different servers, it's common to have um, different chat channels and voice channels around specific topics where users can interact with each other one-on-one, discuss things, and stuff like that. Now, here's an interesting tidbit. It has a 17 plus rating on the App Store, yet the requirement on the app itself is you have to be 13 years old um, and age is self-reported. So there's no way to enforce that. Kids can lie. Kids do lie. Um, So let's dissect all that real quick. (laughs) Private servers. It's a messaging app. um, 17 plus rating, but 13 year olds can join. So you have a bunch of tweens on a bunch of teens and probably a bunch of tweens as well on these private chat servers um, that are invisible to the outside. And so if there's any red flags going up in your head, that's probably that's probably true. Um, red flags should be coming up um, because it's kind of a recipe for disaster. Let, let me let me show you why. So this this isn't like social media. There is no algorithm. There's no feed. Um, just a bunch of private chat servers. So why is it concerning? Well, recently this summer there was a shooter who killed a dozen or so Black Americans in Buffalo, New York. It was a horrible, horrible event, um, and he used Discord to talk about get advice, and make plans for his mass shooting. Um, Now, I'm not going to say that every single person on Discord is a white supremacist or an extremist that's out there to do harm, Um, but it does create a certain culture that is very inviting towards some harmful communities. Um, So 
So this woman, her, her name is Kathleen Blee. She's a professor of sociology at Pittsburgh. Um, she says that the app is attractive to a lot of extremist groups because of its ability to create chat servers that are invisible to anyone on the outside. And one server can host multiple channels um, that can create a sense of community for better or worse. Um, so within, let's say you have, let's, let's say I'm a white supremacist. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> and let's say that I create a discord, um, you know, uh, disc discord for make, you know, make America white again or whatever the horribleness I am. Um, within that I could have multiple chats about different topics within that. And so you can kind of create a downward spiral of hate. Um, so people who, are hateful for different reasons you can invite send them an invite to your group and they might be attracted to one topic or another and you can kind of indoctrinate people into that just an example um and it it, it can be kind of concerning um kids are being drawn toward these private servers from strangers online and it's kind of like the wild wild west now the app itself is very, very low regulation. There are hardly any rules on Discord. Um, and Discord's actually gone out of its way to publicly tell us that explicit images are allowed as long as it's consensual. Now, consensual, air quotes, all over, because how can they tell if something's consensual or not? So basically, they've told us pornography is allowed as long as we think it's consensual, as long as you said that this was consensual. So explicit images are allowed um and it's up to the group moderators to um basically you know enforce the rules and play nice the security settings are nothing more than toggles that can be turned on or off and it's really just up to the group moderator to set the rules and enforce them now if you're going to be in a group that is a literal hate group or if you're in a group um with a bunch of sexual predators or social predators there's probably not going to be many rules um, and so that can be kind of concerning. Um, now some other concerns, um, with discord because it is such a big community thing. Um, and it's a private server. And so it's kind of invisible to the outside world. There's a lot of hate speech and bullying that go on within chat groups. Um, now discord was originally created for the gaming community. Um, video gamers, they would get on discord and they would chat on discord about their video games. Um, instead of going live on like Xbox live or something, they would hop on discord and they'd talk on discord about their video games, about what, what level they're going to go next and all these different things. Um, now these servers can host hundreds, hundreds, thousands of participants. And so when you have such a large amount of people on a single chat line, it is very easy for things to go sour very, very quick. Um, because just like with any other tool on the internet, it magnifies what is already there. And with youth, there is a lot of fear, anxiety, nervousness, and um, a lot of a lot of fear. And a lot of ways that that fear is amplified is by lashing out hurtfully in others to make fun, to cut down. And so in a lot of these servers, you see a lot of hate speech. You see a lot of making fun of, you see a lot of bullying, um, a lot of mean things said over these servers that are supposedly supposed to be safe because they started out as, as group servers. Um, and so just the concerns that you really 
it's like the wild, wild west, you know, anything says goes. And so your kid can be exposed to a lot of different things. Um, they can, they can toggle on the switch that says, um, people can't message me, but the app default is anyone can message you if you are a part of the same server, which makes it a playground for online predators. I mean, let me give you an example. Let's say, um, oh, who, 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 who's a celebrity that's attractive to a younger audience? Jojo Siwa. Love Jojo Siwa. Let's say she creates a discord. Let's say she creates a discord for all of her millions of followers. Um, she does awesome, fun concerts for little kids and I love Jojo Siwa. Let's say she makes a discord for all of her many, many young followers, um, to talk about kind things and happy things and inclusive things. And it was created for good purposes. And she posts her invite publicly on Instagram because that's what usually happens. Um, celebrities will post their discord links publicly on their Instagram stories or something say, Hey, here's the invite click on the link on my stories, click on the link in my Instagram stories, and you can join my discord. And we can all talk about the cool things. I can let you know about promotions. It's actually a really good business tool. It's a good idea. Um, keep your community together. That being said, um, if, I, if there are social predators on the internet and there are, they're going to go to those places where populations are interested. So if I'm on discord and I see, Oh, hey, look, Jojo Siwa just made a Discord. I don't even know if Jojo Siwa made a Discord, okay? I just threw out her name. But this person, this celebrity who has a large youth following just made a Discord. I'm going to join that Discord so that I can groom young children. So that I have a large population of people I know are ripe for the pickings. And that happens all the time. Um... Now, another concern now in direct relation to gaming with Discord, a lot of times social predators will find their victims while gaming, um, while on Minecraft, while on Roblox, um, while, oh, what's that one shooter one? It's a Royale. Oh my goodness. I am showing my age right now. I want to say Creative Destruction or PUBG. Um, but it's not, it's, it's, it's dumber than that one. You guys will have to tell me which one it is, but anyway, so these games where the kids are playing, social predators will be there, um, and they will be playing the game and then they'll say, pop on the game chat and say, Hey, want to talk? And people will be like, no, <laughs> wait, what? What's going on? What's your name? What's your name? Let's talk. Yeah. And so they start talking and, um, the social predator will, you know, try and make them buddy, buddy, get friends. And then once they feel like they have a certain rapport, they'll be like, Hey, do you want to talk in a more private place? Here's my discord server. Let's go talk on discord. And then that's where the social predator can start talking about inappropriate pictures. They can start asking for pictures, sending pictures, um, and it just goes downhill from there. So the, the, the question is, how can we protect our kids from these things? Oh, oh, Fortnite. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. I remember guys. It's Fortnite. That's the other one. Fortnite. There we go. If you were anyway. Fortnite, like a minute ago, I was trying to remember it. 
Fortnite. That's another one. Um, so yeah, kids are on these games, Fortnite and Minecraft and Roblox and social predators are talking to them, chatting with them, um, and inviting them to their private server on discord. And they're like, Oh, well, I don't, I don't know. He, is, he, he might be a cool guy. Um, might be wanting to talk about the game and then it, it spirals into something. So how can we protect our kids? Well, we really need to make sure we know what's going on in our kids' lives. We need to be really involved on what our kids are involved with, especially when it comes to online activity. So if they're in a Discord server, Discord conversation, you need to be in that server as well. So you can be exposed to everything your kid is being exposed to. So you know what's going on. Um, and if that seems like too much of a hassle, then don't let your kid be on the app. <laughs> if, if that feels like too much of a hassle, you're right. It is too much of a hassle. Um, so don't let your kids be on the app unless you know exactly what's going on, because I'm not going to lie. Discord is just like any other internet tool. There is potential for both good and evil. There are great things on Discord. Educational content, kids learning how to code, or be engineers, or learning different things. The internet is amazing for self-taught people to basically teach their craft for free. Um, a lot of Discord at, uh, servers have that content, have educational content with strict community rules and moderators that enforce them and kick people off if they're bad. Um, there's an a, a, a article in the Washington Post um, about Discord, and there was a, a section there talking about someone who, who is a software developer. She's a programmer. She's a coder. And at first, um, they used Discord to talk about coding. Um, and now, like in, in the 2020s, um, she uses Discord every single day to help newbies learn how to code to help newbie software developers and programmers, um, you know, master their craft essentially. And there's a wide range of people on there. There's 15 year olds, there's 40 year olds, there's 50 year olds. It's really cool stuff. But that's only because there's a strict moderator controlling and messaging and keeping an eye on every single person and making sure that people don't violate the community rules. And if they do, they're booted fast and swift and you don't really have to worry about it. Odds are <laughs> your kid's not going to be a part of one of those groups unless you have intentionally made sure that they're a part of that good group. If they are just checking things out on Discord and they joined Discord because someone they follow on YouTube or someone they follow on Instagram made a Discord for their fans so their fans could all talk, dude, that person has millions of fans and millions of people often end up having a downward spiral. And and, and when there's large groups of people, um, it's kind of like a mob mentality. If one person pokes fun at someone else or one person says something degrading about something else, the comments just, they start to accumulate really, really quick. Just all ganging up on that one person because there's millions of people. And it's so much easier to make fun of people, A, from behind a screen, and B, when other people are doing it as well. And so, like I said before, you just really need to be involved if your kid is going to be on Discord. Um, and if that's too much of a hassle, then don't let him be on Discord. I mean, in all honesty, in all honestly, wow, in all honesty, um, the, the, the best way to keep your kids safe online is to have an open channel of communication. 
don't be keeping secrets from your kids and your kids won't be keeping secrets from you. Um, meaning you need to talk about some of the stuff openly, talk about what a hate group looks like, talk about, um, what social predators are, talk about sex, talk about pornography, talk about some of these things that are hard to talk about. Um, so that when they encounter something like this in the wild, so say, they're more likely to come talk to you about it. Because if you don't, if you don't talk about pornography at all, and then someone sends them a naked picture on Discord, they're probably not going to tell you. Because if mom and dad aren't willing to talk to me about it, it must be really, really bad. And I would be really, really embarrassed if I saw something like that. So I'm not going to tell them because they're going to be so mad at me. You see the thought process that kids have there? You are your kid's best app. Um, there is no better way to keep your kids safe than to just be involved. Um, now if you're wanting a more in-depth review about discord and everything it offers and all the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, past my 20 or so minute scope of, (laughs) of expertise, um, my friends at protect young eyes are wonderful and they come out with in-depth reviews of these apps um and they have a review out on this app you can go check it out i'll link that actually in the podcast description so you can go check out their whole review um now um other ways you can help keep your kids safe there's other apps and the software and uh, you can install on your kids devices bark is a good one bark technologies um um oh there's, what was it like protect it's not protect young eyes oh covenant eyes uh, that's a good one for helping people stay away from pornography um but like i said you are your kids best app just talk about this stuff the reason kids are so interested and curious and so in a lot of these subject areas is because it's not being talked about at home at all <laughs> and so they're really curious about it what is sex i don't know um, and they're, you know, they go and look it up and see someone on Instagram and go to a discord and, you know, they can be exposed to a lot of different things. Now I am not, it's not black and white. Discord is not evil. Discord is not good. Discord just is, and it amplifies and magnifies everything that is there. Now there's a really, really good chance your kid could be exposed to a social predator, an online predator, a sexual predator if they're joining some huge, massive Discord group. And so please be very intentional. Please look over the community rules. Please make sure that if your kid is on Discord, you are also on that server and that you know the server rules so that you can eject your kid and yourself if things get bad. Um, If people start um, breaking rules and you notice no one's getting ejected, nothing's happening, it's not being enforced. Yeah. Dip out on that. Get out of the way. Get out of that toxic relationship. (laughs) Um, because it's just not worth it. So there you go. That is discord. Um, it's, it's a tool. It has good, it has evil. And, um, you just have to be very aware and very intentional if you are going to be a part of it. Um, I personally, I don't use discord. Um, I use Slack lines because it's, it's more safe. Um, Slack is a a small version of that. Slack is, like I said before, it's used for businesses and stuff. Um, we use it on the Utah school counselors association. We love it. I'm on the, the main, the main messaging thread. I'm on the podcasting messaging thread. Um, I'm on the VP messaging thread. So there's multiple messaging threads. That's great. I think Slack is a great alternative to discord. 
but kids are a lot more drawn to Discord. Um, and Discord started like way back in 2015. It's been around for a while. It was just mostly the gaming community. But now celebrities and influencers, they're tapping into that. And they're like, huh, I can make a Discord and all of my followers can talk amongst each other because I have all like-minded individuals, right? And so they can all group think and support me and it'll be it it is a good business tool but it's also it can also be a very scary place to be so just be aware that's what i'm trying to say i'm rambling now anyway so um parents you are your kid's best app you need to talk to them because they love you and you love them um thank you so much for listening to this episode um make sure to go follow us on instagram at save the kids inc we have some exciting things coming up um, I'm going to be speaking, um, over near Salt Lake in Twila County next month doing a parents night over there. Um, that's going to be really, really fun. We're going to be doing a webinar series coming up in August. So stay tuned for that. Um, and other fun stuff coming in the pipeline. Um, if you have any questions or concerns or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, make sure to DM us or email us. Um, you can email us. I'll put that in the description as well. Um, so you can let us know what you want to hear about next. Um, thank you so much for all you do to protect your kids, because let's be honest, this is bigger than any one of us. We need all hands on deck to help save the kids. So, um, yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Always remember, be kind, be strong. You are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.